we're in a series, if you're new with us today, called Finishing or Finish Strong. Finish Strong. And our goal is to equip you the last several weeks and throughout most of the month of May on how to finish strong. I want to talk to you from this thought today, just one word, plans. Plans. Successful trips require a good plan. From time to time, I do some traveling and have the opportunity to go speak and preach in other churches or at an event or conference, and I spend a vast majority of my time traveling and ministering to pastors and encouraging pastors and equipping church leaders. And one thing I know about a trip, about traveling, is that it requires a good plan. If I'm flying somewhere, I have to know, have to book the airline tickets and know what airport I need to fly into and where is the engagement going to be and and who's picking me up at the airport or or am I renting a car and driving to the hotel? Where is the venue I'm speaking and what are the directions to that venue? I mean, they're just details. What time do they want me there? What is the attire? What do they want me to speak on? There's just planning. There are details. And there was one trip that I was going to in Missouri and me and our lead pastor at our Indianapolis campus, which is starting in August, Chris Smith, we were traveling together on this particular trip. I usually travel with my, my family or one of our male staff members, and Chris was going with me on this trip, and we were going to Missouri. I wasn't speaking on this trip. I was going for a board of directors meeting for a university. And at the time, I was sitting on the board of the directors, and at, at this particular uh, event, I had to be planned and figure out where I was going, and so they gave us directions on h- how to get to the hotel, what time the meeting was, and uh, the proper attire to, to wear for the meeting. I had all the details knew all the details. And, and so we, we ended up getting to Missouri uh, at the hotel around 10 o'clock at night or so late that evening. And uh, I, I knew the agenda the next day, what time I needed to be there, what building I was meeting in, the, uh, the room we were meeting the president in. I had all the, the, all the logistics and I began to unpack my suitcase and begin to iron my clothes and get ready for the next day. And as I was unpacking my suitcase, I realized I forgot my shoes. I didn't have any dress shoes. I was already the youngest person on the board of the directors. Last thing you need is the young buck showing up with his nice clothes and his tennis shoes on. Hey, welcome. Hey, how you doing? And so I thought, oh, man, it's 10 o'clock at night. The mall is closed. <laughs> not, not very many options to buy shoes. And so we ended up at a, at a 24-hour store, and we bought some $10, $12 dress shoes. And how many know the next day my feet hurt all day? You know what I'm saying? Huh? <laughs> Felt a little out of place, too. You know, you got a little self-conscious. You know, I'm wearing $10, $12 dress shoes. I'm already the young person in the room. We're sitting in a board meeting. We're talking about millions of dollars in acquisitions and building buildings, and we're making decisions. I got CEOs in the room, and the, all these people flying in from this board meeting. Here I am, the young person and don't have it and I don't have any I got some ten dollar shoes on nothing wrong with ten dollar shoes I just feel a little out of place and my feet hurt <laughs> and that's what I, I tell you about making a trip <laughs> if you want to be successful on a trip you have to have a good plan and life is a trip <laughs> and to finish strong you have to have a good plan And I want to talk to you today about developing a plan for your life so that you can finish strong. I would encourage you, if you have a pen and some paper, to just just get get it out and take some notes. I really believe God's going to speak some things that that are profound to your heart, to you specifically, individually, to help you finish strong. 
I want us to study a parable that Jesus taught in Luke chapter 14, picking up in verse 28. It says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, notice that word finish. Throughout this series, we're studying different passages of Scripture that have the word finish in it or finished or finishing, and we are using them as a launching point to, for you and I to learn how to finish strong in our own life. It says, are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying, this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. I want to give you four insights about having a plan and developing a plan to finish strong. Number one is this. Start with the end in mind. Start with the end in mind. And notice Luke 14, verse 28. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower, a tower. If you're going to build a tower, you have to know that you're going to build a tower. If you start building without the end goal in mind, you probably won't end up building a tower. You may end up building a home or even a chicken coop. If you don't have the end goal in mind. And many people don't finish strong in life because they start building without the end in mind. They don't have a plan. And when you don't have a plan, that is your plan. Not a very good one. But no plan is a plan. And when you don't have a plan for your life, nine out of ten times you will end up somewhere that you didn't want to really be. You see, when people don't have a plan, they wake up one day and wonder, how did I get here? I wanted to end up in Missouri, and I'm in California. How did I end up here? I never dreamed I would be here. You see, many people don't plan to be a drug addict. They don't plan to be in prison. They don't plan to have their home foreclosed on. They, when people stand on that altar and say, I do, they don't plan to have a horrible marriage. They don't plan to neglect their kids. People don't plan to have an abusive boyfriend or to be unhealthy physically or to walk away from God. But the truth about life is that everybody ends up somewhere, but few people end up somewhere on purpose. And I want you to end up somewhere on purpose. I want you to finish strong in life. I have a question that I want you just to ponder for the next few moments. Where do you want to end up in life? Have you thought about that? Where do you want to end up in life? First and foremost, your end goal must align with the Scriptures and with the leading of the Holy Spirit. Seeking God is key in discovering your end goals. Do you know where God wants you to end up with your life? Have you processed that the end goal? Where do you want your marriage or your future marriage to end up? Have you given thought about starting with the end in mind? My wife and I, we talk about the end of where we want our marriage to end up and what the end goal is. I want to be a one-man woman married to the same woman for my entire life. That's the goal. 
That's what, that, that, that's what we're going for. I've been married to Tiffany for 17 years. The Lord tarries. We are both alive. We'll be married another 17. Jesus tarries. We'll be another married another 17. And another 17 after that. I've told you before. She tries to leave. I'm going with her. I am. She's not going nowhere. I got a goal. I got a goal. We're going to be happily married. That's my goal. I got an end goal. We're going to be happily married. You got to have an end goal. We have an end goal. We want our kids to bring home our grandkids during the holidays and to celebrate the holidays with their, with their dad and their mom and their granddad and their grandma. We, we, we have a goal in mind. Where do you want your children to end up? Are you just raising kids that don't have an idea? You're just driving, hoping you end up in Missouri. You're going to be in California. Do you have an end goal in mind? Maybe you want your kids serving God. Maybe educated, maybe having good manners, maybe productive citizens in society. What's the end goal? Where do you want your friendships to end up? Where do you want your career to end up? Where do you want your finances to end up? Where do you want your faith in God to end up? Everybody ends up somewhere. But few people end up somewhere on purpose. You have to start with the end in mind. Jesus says, suppose... Someone wants to build a tower. They want to build a tower. Number two is this. Plans, plans, plans. Estimate the cost. Estimate the cost. Notice Luke 14, verse 28. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? What will it cost you? My second question. What will it cost you? to end up at your desired goal. In order to finish strong, we have to start with the end in mind. And then second of all, we have to estimate the cost. Before a tower is built, people have to sit down and estimate the cost. An an architect is selected. The, The building plans, the blueprints are drawn up. Finances are secured. A construction company is selected. Before construction ever begins, you have to estimate the cost of the tower if you're going to really build the tower. And before you can build a life that finishes strong, you have to, first of all, start with the end in mind, and then second of all, estimate the cost. There is a price to pay to get to where God wants you to be. We have to count the cost. And if we don't count the cost, we're living in a fantasy land. It's a fantasy. It's a pipe dream. Some of our single fellows would say, well, you know, pastor, one day I want to get married. Matter of fact, soon. And I want to have a great marriage. Have you counted the cost yet? Have you count the cost? It'll cost you to get married and have a great marriage. First of all, you got to, come on, get a, get a fresh fade. Come on, come on, get a haircut. Come on, come on, groom yourself, brother. Come on. Can't be walking around with all that B.O. Come on, man, come on. It, it'll cost you something. You got to get a J-O-B. That spells job. Yeah, you got, you got to have one of them. You, you got a fantasy land without no job. You know what I'm saying? I've taught you many times that God gave Adam a job before he gave him a wife. You got to have a job. I'm praying for a job. Now, quit praying and go get a job. <laughs> Nothing to pray about. 
I'm just saying you got to get out of you got to count the cost. You got to be sold out to God. You got to sell out to God if you want to have a great marriage. Come on, some of the single ladies, you have this dream. Ooh, pastor, I can't wait to get married. Ooh, I want me a godly man, just godly, godly man. Stay out the club. Come on, it'll, it'll cost. It'll cost you something. It'll cost you something. It'll cost. Put some clothes on. Yeah, clothes. I want me a godly man. Not dressing like that, you don't. I'm just saying, you want to end up in Missouri, but you're going to end up in California. If you you got to have a plan. It'll cost you something. Estimate the cost. You want your marriage to go the distance. You married couples. I want my marriage to go the distance. Estimate the cost. It'll cost you something. Time and, and love and sacrifice and patience. All I'm saying is if you start with the end in mind and you don't estimate the cost, you have a fantasy. You can't get there without estimating the cost. You want to have financial freedom. You have to estimate the cost. You have to say, what, what is it going to take for me to have financial freedom? You have to get a, on a budget. You have to tithe. You have to save. You have to pay off debt. You have to spend less than you earn. It'll cost you something. If you want great godly friendships, it'll cost you something. You have to learn to be friendly and learn to listen and learn to care and learn to invest in relationships. If you want to be a person of integrity, you say, Pastor, I want to end up with be, being known as I'm a person of integrity. Listen, it takes years to build a life of integrity and a good reputation, and it takes five seconds to lose it. Yeah. And so you have to count the cost. If you're going to be a person of integrity and live a life of integrity, count the cost. Come on, no bad business deals. I can't lie. I can't be dishonest. I can't cheat. I can't do what everybody else does because I want to end up with integrity. If you want to have a strong faith in God, you say, I want to end up with a strong, vibrant faith in God. It'll cost you something. Come on, everybody else is sleeping in on Sundays. You can't sleep in. You got to be in church. You got to read your Bible and pray on a consistent basis. Listen, to finish strong in life, you must count the cost. Jesus says, suppose someone wants to build a tower. Won't they sit down and estimate the cost? Number three is it's talking about plans. Plans. How do we finish strong? Plan. We have to have plans. Number three, write down the next steps. Write down the next steps. Luke 14 and verse 28 says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you. Jesus mentioned some of the next steps to build a tower. He says, sit down and estimate the cost. Sit down. You got to have a plan. And estimate the cost. He says, if you, he says, you have to have money. It's a next step. He says, you have to lay a foundation. Jesus says the only way you build a tower is you have to have a plan that lays out the next steps. You can't build a tower by just dreaming. You can't build a tower by just talking about it and having pipe dreams. A dream with no next steps is a fantasy. Just, just a question for you to ponder. What are the next steps you need to take to end up where God desires you to be? Notice the word I'm using, next steps. I didn't say a step. So many people don't accomplish their God-given dreams because they have a dream from God Almighty, and they have a step, but it's a year away. 
but what's your next step? Don't talk to me about what you're going to do in 2016. What are you going to do tomorrow? What's your next step to reach that goal? Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 5 says this, the book of wisdom. It says, good planning, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. You know what good planning is? It's knowing where you want to end up. It's estimating the cost. And then it's sitting down and writing out the steps you need to take to achieve your God-given goals. What are your next steps? Do you know your next steps? Proverbs 16 verse 9 says, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Our steps. And some of you, I realize that some of you truly do desire to finish strong in your friendships, in your marriage, in your dating, in your parenting, in your finances, in your career, in your faith. You want to finish strong. But as I'm teaching right now, you're thinking to yourself, but I don't have any next steps. And so you have to get along with God and allow God to help you determine the next steps. You don't want to just dream about marrying the right person. You're single, you want to marry the right person, that's the end goal, what's the next step? Come on, you have to be the right person to marry the right person. But what are the next steps? You can't just have a dream about having a better marriage. You say, well, I want to have a better marriage, you know, five years, ten, twenty, I just want our marriage to be better. Well, that's a fantasy without sitting down and writing out the next steps. What are the next steps? That could be different for every married couple. It could be for some forgiving each other or, or beginning, to, beginning to date again or communicating once again or getting some marriage counseling. What are the next steps? For some of you, you say, you know, I have a dream about being healthier in my body. And I have to confess to you as I talk about this point that last night at about 1030, I had a bowl of cookies and cream ice cream. But um, I'm, not, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you right now. All right. So. You want to be healthy, what are your next steps? Maybe you start eating salad at lunch three or four times a week, and you start exercising three or four times. Write down your next steps. Maybe you're thinking, I want, I, I want to raise godly children. What are the next steps? You mean Teach them the word of God. Spend time with them. Have them in God's house and church. You discipline them. Encourage them. Love them. What are the next steps? You say, I want to have financial freedom. I want to be debt free. Well, that's a fantasy without any next steps. What are your next steps? You have to know how much comes in and know how much is going out. You have to get on a budget where you tell every dollar where to go. You have to stop charging up the credit cards. You have to start saving and tithing and paying off debt. You have to spend less than you earn. What are your next steps? If you want to have a strong faith in Jesus, you say, that's my end goal. What are the next steps? For some of you, you need to sit down this right down. You know, my next step to grow and to be all God wants me to be in my faith, you know what? I've got to start listening to different music. That's my next step. For some of you, you say, you know what? i got to start praying and reading my Bible consistently. I read my Bible once a week or, you know, I pray, you know, once a month. But i got to start daily spending time with God. I've got to write that down. I've, I've got to start being in church faithfully and worshiping my heavenly Father. I, you know what? My next step for some of you to write down, I've got to get some different friends. 
The people I'm hanging around are pulling me down. I got to get around some Christian friends and in a small group where people can encourage me. In my faith, all I'm saying is if you have a dream from God and you don't have a next step, you have a fantasy. Because if you want to finish strong, write down your next steps. Number four is this. Number four is this. Just look at your neighbor and say, He's not preaching to me today, but I'm sure glad you came to church. Go ahead and tell him that. Yeah, I could, I could have stayed home. I didn't need this today. No, I don't need this. But you do. I'm glad you're here. Go ahead and let him know. I'm glad you're here. I don't need this. I'm good. I'm good. Plans, 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 finishing strong. Number four is this. Number four is this. Be a finisher. Be a finisher. And it's really interesting as I was studying this week. In this particular portion of Scripture, Jesus mentions several times about being a finisher. And as I read this portion of Scripture again, I want you to to, to think of it and, and analyze it from that lens of being a finisher. Notice in Luke 14, verse 28, it says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? Complete it. Be a finisher. Finish it. For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish, be a finisher. Be able to finish it. Everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying, this person began to build. This person began to build the tower. This person began to build a marriage. This person began to build their children. This person began to build a career. This person began to build financial peace and stability. This person began to build their faith in Jesus Christ, but was not able to finish. There are a lot of great starters in our world, but not a lot of great finishers. People's Church, I want to speak this over your life today. Be a finisher. Not a lot of people in our society finish. You be a finisher. I want to give you a few keys to finishing strong. How do you be a finisher? How do you be a finisher? Let me just sow some things into your heart for the next few moments. How do you be a finisher? They, they won't pop up on the screen, but just jot them down. Just jot these down. To be a finisher, finishers have a God-honoring plan for their life. Let me say that again. They have a God-honoring plan for their life. You must have God at the center of all your plans if you're going to finish strong. Let's go back to the book of wisdom, Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 30. It says, no human wisdom or understanding or plan can stand against the Lord. And some of you find yourself frustrated because things are not happening the way you want them to because instead of you doing God's plan, you're asking God to do your plan. And the Bible says that no wisdom, no understanding, no plan can stand against the Lord. And you have to quit asking God to do your plan, and you have to start asking God, God, what is your plan for my life? I'm not asking you to do what I want you to do. I want to do what you want me to do. I want to obey you. I want to follow your word. I want to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Psalms chapter 20 and verse 4 says, may he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. You see, here's how this works. When you seek God with all of your heart, you put him first. He gives you desires. 
He gives you the dreams. You see, when I wasn't serving the Lord, I wanted to be a broadcaster on ESPN. There's nothing wrong with that. But that was my desire. When I gave my life to Christ, I began to seek God, put him first. God changed my desires, and he, he gave me desires to preach the gospel and to teach the gospel. He gave me desire to, to start a church. God gave me those desires, and he brought them to pass. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Proverbs 16 and verse 3, commit to the Lord whatever you do. And he will establish your plans. God must be at the center of all your plans. Finishers have a God-honoring plan for their life. Are your plans centered around Jesus? A second key to being a finisher is this. Finishers listen to godly counsel. This is critical. They listen to godly counsel. Notice Proverbs 20 and verse 18. It says, plans are established. We want our plan. We don't want a pipe dream. We want our plans to be established by seeking advice. So if you wage war, obtain guidance. Proverbs 15, verse 22, plans fail. Plans stay in the fantasy stage for lack of counsel. But with many advisors, they succeed. And if you want your plans to succeed, you need godly people giving you counsel, wisdom, coaching, advice, and encouragement. Plans fail. Plans stay in the fantasy stage due to a lack of godly counsel. You have anybody speaking into your life? You have any trusted godly people to bounce your ideas off? to get their wisdom and take on the plans that you sense God laying on your heart. Plans fail for lack of counsel. Number three is this. How do, you, how do you finish strong? How do you finish strong? How do you be a finisher? Number three is this, hard work and determination. Hard work and determination. Notice in Proverbs 21 and verse 5, it says good planning, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. But hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. There is no shortcut to finishing strong. There's no shortcut. There is no elevator that will take you to the top floor to finish strong. If you want to finish strong, you have to take the stairs one step at a time. There, there is no elevator where you just get on and you hit, oop. Boop, 422. Oh, I made it. Finished strong. No. Good planning and hard work. There is no elevator to success. There's a staircase. Perhaps. And you'll have to take the stairs. And people don't finish strong because they want a shortcut. Good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. You have to be determined to work hard for one purpose. God, I want to honor you. I want to go against the grain of society, and I want to be a finisher in my life. I want to finish strong in every area of my life for the honor 
of God, for, to bring God honor for his glory, to bring him praise with my life. And people's church, let's be committed to finish strong.